we're going to be reflecting on 2023 let's reflect on this podcast first what is the toughest part creating something like this Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the HRX Friends. We got this podcast where we share our thoughts on the pharmacy profession, experiences as healthcare providers, and explore our identities as two women of color going after it all. Yes. As we share our stories, we hope you laugh, maybe cry, and feel inspired as you get to know us. Because at the end of the day, friends, we got, we got this. this. We got this. <laughs> we do. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank goodness we are filming in the morning. That is where I do my best. Yeah, me too. It's weird. It's crazy. What? It's crazy. What do you mean? It's like, because most people are not morning people. Oh. You know we're weird for this, right? <laughs> uh, no, the thing is, I'm not a morning person. But when I have this thing where if I go all day talking and interacting, it like it empties my tank. I and then if get we... that. Yes. You I get, get that? that? <laughs> I do get that because I I get I get like my 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 little gas tank is like I am not as on by 3 p.m. Yeah. as I was when I woke up in the morning and it's like, good morning. Hi. Exactly. Yeah. Your brain yeah, yeah. is just starting to turn on. And by the yeah. end of the day, my brain is, yeah. you know. Same. Oh, I get that. That's that's so interesting. Because even even with exams, I do better mm. with morning exams than afternoon exams. Interesting. Do you still take exams? I know. Oh, girl. Do you? I, that you don't, right? I feel like I will be taking exams forever because I'm a sucker for like wanting to learn and do new stuff. And unfortunately, in this society, that means, you know, exams. Um, like I'm, what? I know. What are you studying for? I know. Like I just got through the DC law exam, licensing in DC and MPJE, and um, already I'm aspiring to Virginia because I'm oh, like, okay, like I know it's nuts. Well, you know, I feel nuts. like. Depending on what you do and how you practice as a pharmacist, I feel like they should change it so that if you practice, like if you practice a certain area, then maybe you do need a license for every different state. Maybe. But maybe there should be one like umbrella, you know yeah. what I mean? So that you, you're not always having to study all like for so many freaking like MPJs, like those tests are difficult. I hate, they, they I don't use the awful. word hate that often, but I really I do not like MPJ. Like I hate studying for law. They are awful. It's language I don't understand. <laughs> it's language that confuse me so yeah. much because I think it's written to confuse people. <laughs> it is though. It is though. Because you're sitting there, you're reading the question. You can reference the law that this question is about. And you're like, except none of these answers match what I read. And so let's go through and let me say which one of these absolutely does not fit. Like every time I woke up, my friends are like, how'd it go? I'm always texting back, cautiously optimistic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cautiously um, optimistic. When I was a student taking the MPJ, I took two, one for Arizona and one for Indiana. Because I was gosh. doing my PGY one in Indiana. That's right. And I took my my Arizona one first, I think. And I, I barely passed. I mean, I think uh, I got like a 77. You know, yeah. it was really Me too. Bad. My PSS oh. score was 77. I was like this. I was like, <laughs> you're like, that's the crack door. I still yeah. made it through. So then when I, I think I took my Indiana one and I was like, okay, this is going to be my second one. I should do better. Like yeah. technically, you know, logically. Yeah. And I didn't, I think I got a 76. See, but it's, it's like that thing where your, your performance and licensure in one MPJE absolutely does not translate into the other ones. And I don't, I don't know how, girl, I don't know how that, and like, look at us, right? Like we've been licensed for how many years? We don't understand it. Imagine what the new grads and, and people that are in residency where everything is quite literally on the line, what they must be feeling and going through because it's so stressful. this is just something that I'm pursuing because I'm interested in a research opportunity at a psychiatric institution, which requires me to be a licensed practitioner. 
but it's not part of my fellowship. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? I need to hold an intervention. No, no more. Like, we need to talk. (laughs) Right? But like, I'm always thinking about the resident where you can't take a step forward until this stuff is out of the way. I sympathize. Oh, I understand. We are in it right now. And um, guys, I feel you. I feel your pain. I'm licensed in two other states. DC would be the the next one. And I'm just here like, oh, man, I don't want to do this. But now I'm like, oh, maybe I should just do Virginia. Maybe I should just get it all done. Because, you know, I have a short-term memory for punishment. It's it's like, it's disturbing. Well, we, yeah, we'll but... need to follow your journey through fellowship and kind of figuring out what it is that you want to do at the end of it all. Yeah, I would and... love to share that. Yeah, I would yeah, love I'm excited to talk to about hear. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited. But as we, uh, you know, chit chat, I do want to make sure that we introduce ourselves. So hello, everybody. <laughs> My name is Thu. One day, guys. Those of you that have been with us so far, you know that this is a point where we can always count on Thu to redirect because, you know, that's just how she rolls. Nothing gets by her. Um, We are going to remember to introduce ourselves. Hi, everybody. I'm Sally. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sally. Um, One day Um, we're going to get it down. It's a goal. It's it's a goal, but you know, maybe it's just like one of those things that people expect from us now to be introducing ourselves like 30 minutes into 30 a conversation. Minutes in. <laughs> um, oh, but man. I think today's episode is going to be a really fun one, by the way. Happy New Year, everybody. New 2024. Year, everybody. Uh, it's unreal. It's unreal. We're going to be reflecting on 2023. Yeah. Give a little bit of reflection on that. And then talk about HRX hey, friends. We got this, the birth of it all and how we would like to develop and grow this little creature that we've created. Um, this, this so excited beast. to have this conversation. Excuse <gasps> me. Excuse me. Excuse me, ma'am. This beast. Okay. Well, it's going to grow into a beast. <laughs> it's, it's it's a beast right now. I am oh. manifesting it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because when we were talking about it, it was like our tiny little muffin. It was like a tiny little thing. We were just going to go for it. And now look at us. It was incubating. It was incubating. <laughs> I'm so done with her. <laughs> and then we hatched it. <laughs> I can't. We are we are we are so excited. I am I'm so proud of us for doing yeah. it anyway with no yes. clue and and like learning as we went yeah. and the people listening they're telling us, "Hey, this thing is polishing up." And I'm like, "That's what we're going for." I love it. I love um, it. But love before it. we jump into all of that, if you are watching on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe and write in the comments. Uh, the types of things you want us to talk about in the future. And if you're listening to us, please rate and write a review. Let the people know why we are the best companion for walking the dog, driving around. Where are you going? Don't know. But you are listening to us. And yeah, this is how we're going to get more people to know who we are. Yeah. Um. So please, please, please do that. Do that. It helps us so much. And we we really and Thu says this a lot. I, I I don't echo it enough. We want to build a community. Um, we really want to build a community. And I know I talk like I want to build a beast. It's a beast and all this stuff. But in actuality, we wanted to build a community that is going to welcome all voices, amplify all voices. It's about our perspective, but. We want to hear your perspectives. And that's why we want to know what you'd like us to talk about. Because trust me, we're ready. We're ready to get into all the smoke. We want to tell you exactly how it is <laughs> to to a fault sometimes. And no one is going to give you that tea. So that's why Nobody. you should come back every day. Nobody. Or at Nobody. least every other week. Yeah, um, so share, share, share. Well, that's a good segue to one of the segments that I want to talk about so I think let's reflect on 2023 but let's let's reflect on this podcast first let's just talk about that first because we kind of drove right into that um okay 
So Man. where should we begin? <laughs> I don't know. It, what did, what it, was your it, favorite it, part about starting starting this thing with me? Like in the beginning, what was what was the part that you had so much fun with? Like, was it creating the logo? Was it coming up with the name? Like, what what do you think? I have to be honest. It was oh. the it was the back and forth text messages deciding on what we would call ourselves. <laughs> we, if I was to go back and look at those text messages and put that out there, th- people are going to be like, "There's no way they contemplated that," <laughs> like, because. I also, we were also learning about each other in the process too, right? Because it was kind of like, oh no, we could go this way or we could go that way. Oh, boo, that name is taken. <laughs> it's like, we, 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 we were going to be a one name podcast and then that turned into a whole statement podcast. Let's tell the people what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be, oh, we were going to be verified yes that sounds so dramatic now that I that I think about it verify with that like an rx with the rx and yes. we we always we kept that though we knew that whatever our yes. name was gonna be the logo the name was going to have the rx thing in it yes. um but those text messages I'd be at my desk and cackling I'm like oh my god I love this girl she's like uh-uh no I don't know yeah. about that one <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not always the most assertive or you know, sometimes I just go with the flow and I don't care as much, but for some reason I was like, no, no, no. it just has <laughs> to sound right. Yeah, and, sound right. uh, I, I like the name that we ended up with. I did too. Um, I, I think I that it too. really set the foundation of what the, the vibe is supposed yeah, to be. 100%. And it fit us so much more. Cause I think when we first started thinking about what we would talk about, I think you were kind of you know figure out like juggling several different ideas I think at one point you wanted us to be a lot more serious and bringing up a lot of more a radical a radical podcast and we were I was gonna call people we were gonna put people on blast here they were gonna know that we were not happy and Sue's like you know (laughs) like I was like, oh yeah, there is that void, isn't there? Like, well, how many because women of color voices do we have out here in this space? You know, I think that when you were pitching it, and I think you had, well, okay, I'll be let let me be honest. This time when honest. you were pitching it, I think you had so many ideas. You're yes. like, we could do this section, we can do this, and yeah. and we can do this, and we can name it this. And you love the yeah. names, you do love the yeah. names, yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, so I'm really (laughs) trying to like be on the same page with you, but I wasn't quite sure what the structure of everything was going to look like. Mm -hmm. But I knew that our interactions together when we were having these conversations that I knew that it wasn't going to be this serious thing that I think you were wanting it to be because we just don't have that rapport. I think we were just so much, we just have so much more fun, like chatting and laughing and making each other That's laugh. Nice. And, yeah. and so I was like, no, I, I think the, the, the situation here is going to be a lot more lighthearted, but at the same time, I, we are calling certain things out and we yeah. are giving our opinions about mm-hmm. a lot of the topics. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it it really just kind of worked out. It did a lot better than either one of us had kind of thought in the beginning. I think so. It it's morphed, and I think the direction that it is shaping up is probably what we both wanted, but weren't clear about. Right? Like these are we were both clear that we wanted uh the authenticity to be at the forefront. Like we weren't gonna show up and be like a version of who we were, we were going to show up and be ourselves. Like, so, and I think that was like the first part where we both were like, yes, this needs to just be us showing up as exactly who we are. And I think that that's our North Star through like, no matter what topic we are talking about, like when it's serious, like I've gotten emotional um, when it, when you feel passionately about it, your whole body language has changed. Like I've seen you, <laughs> I've seen your whole, your whole energy shift and you get so fired up and I'm like, yeah, oh, it was mad. <laughs> like she is 
hot. Like she, so I am just going to quietly listen. This is not the time to interrupt her. <laughs> She's upset. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I've loved that. I've loved that about us and, mm-hmm. and our transparency and telling people, this is not where you're going to learn how to dose anything, how to review any patient's chart, this and that. So this yeah, year, let's, let's talk about that. I, yeah. you're, you're so right. Because when we started this thing, we had a very vague idea and I, you know, it's part of a little bit of like entrepreneurship where sometimes you don't quite know, like you have this idea, you have this vision, but not every detail is clear. And I'm still walking down this path with you and with everybody that's joining us. And I see little blurry items in in the front, but I don't quite know what it's going to exactly look like yet. And I think that's Um, But that is the one thing that we wanted was that authenticity. And I think we wanted to not rely so much on our pharmacy persona. And I want to talk about ASHP because that to me was this turning point of us really just honing in on what our message is supposed to be. And I'm so proud of what we created during that time. Okay. So you killed it. Okay. First of all, you killed it. Cause you on it. I was just like, (laughs) I was like, Sue is in her producer bag. Girl, you better work. As these videos were coming out, I was like, Oh, she's not playing. (laughs) So But first of all, Sally's at ASHP mid-year, which is a big meeting for so many people. Is it the biggest? um, I believe it is the biggest pharmacy meeting currently globally. Um, And there are more and more representation from around the world. Um, I had an opportunity to meet a pharmacist from Spain, a pharmacist from Uganda, um, a pharmacist from Kenya. And I just could not believe in my mind how much it cost them to be here right oh because God. for those of you that don't know what it what it takes to get into the US like there's a visa application <gasps> process and you have to to prove and show that you will return and that you're not going to illegally immigrate and mm-hmm. i think for for ASHP meeting to now become one of those things that's going to allow pharmacists from around the world to come and engage, connect, and interact with pharmacists in the U.S. This is going to revolutionize pharmacy around the Mm -hmm. world, particularly for me and near and close to my heart is healthcare on the continent of Africa. Because as I'm talking to these two pharmacists, I'm so inspired by the programs they're creating in their villages. They're not, we're not talking about women that are pharmacists in the city. These are women in the villages. Um, one in her village only has a, a, a clinic and her little clinic is pretty much the hospital of this village because the nearest hospital is over 37 miles away. So she is triaging people to figure out it's time for a doctor we're going to get you to a house. I mean, I told her, pharmacist is like, I want you and I to to get on a thing and 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 share your story with people. But it's becoming a place where it's not just pharmacists in America, basically. Um, where that was my perception as a student and for a little while. And so now to go there. And to see a pharmacist from Nigeria who started a college of pharmacy in Nigeria be um, recognized and giving an award on the main stage for all of his work for how many years as a pharmacist advancing pharmacy education in Nigeria. For me, as a person who's from the continent, I loved seeing things like that. And this is what we talk about, the, the whole representation thing. When the guidelines are published, it takes her months because of lack of internet access for her to be able to gain that knowledge and work herself up to see what's available. Could I, could I mail her the guideline? Like, I was just thinking about all these different ways that how I can support. And, and I think I love it. Well, it was, I, it was, it was transformative in that sense. I think that that, I think that that's so amazing that you got that experience. That's a lot of like, it's learning, but beyond just like your typical classroom or lecture exactly. learning it's it's taking yourself out of 
what you know and yeah. expanding your horizon on what is possible. So that's amazing. And this is, this is what the conference is supposed to be. But when you messaged me that, what did you say? I think you said something like, is it weird for me to go up to people and talk to them? <laughs> you said, you said, is it stalkerish? I think stalkerish. that was your exact word. Is it a little stalkerish if I just start <laughs> walking up to people and asking them questions? But the funny thing is that my response was like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking that you should do that this whole time. <laughs> and that's the thing because I'm, I'm there. I think it wasn't until day two, maybe. Yeah. It wasn't until Monday when I texted you, when I'd been thinking about it all week. And what I realized was, if you had the courage to actually run this by two, y'all could have had a whole strategic plan. There could have been a whole, a better orchestrated thing that you could have had. You could have oh. isolated topics. You could have, but instead, now right. we're doing it on a flat. But, you know, like, but that's, oh, that's, that's fine because know. that is entrepreneurship anyways. But it's funny because, you know, when you started doing that, this is what I want to really emphasize on the difference between you know, us and the void that we are filling. Because after we did all that and I reflected back back on it, I was like, this is what we're filling. Yeah. Um, so you started inter interviewing people and uh, it was a lot about just professional questions. You know, yeah. what what is your position? How did you get there? How, how did residency help you? How did you get a residency? All of this. And I edited it and I it looked it looked great. And I I love that converse those conversations, especially with the students too. And they're just like, I want to be Amcare. And it yeah, was just yeah. so cute. And you're like yeah, hyping them up. I was, like, <laughs> I was like doing a fist bump every time they said Amcare. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Um, but I think that I as I'm editing it and I'm uploading and we're getting really, really great views. Yeah. I realize, you know, we are hey our ex-friends, we got this. We are not only focusing on the professional aspect we we oh, are yeah. focusing on the people yes. who are in this profession it's the experience how it's do people experience. show up yes. and yes and it just it became something more now and that's why I was like Sally please start asking them about their outfits asking yeah. them <laughs> what their you know what their thoughts are but yeah. But like, let us know what they're about. Like, how yeah. do they show up? How do they express themselves? You know, I love yeah. the outfits with like the tie that's like, you know, yeah. like from, from a fraternity. A and fraternity, yeah. <laughs> they like pins and people pins. just having a different outfit. And and you yeah. know that people show up the way that they are, their authentic self. Yeah. Because of the way that they choose to represent themselves yeah. on the outside. And it's I so love cool. that. It's so cool. For some of them, it was like, um, the one girl, uh, Carolina, she was, excuse me, Carolina is her name. She was such a, a, a vibe. Her energy was so cool. She was like, um, she was very shy at first, right? She's like, I don't know. Um, maybe I can show you my outfit, but I'm not sure about speaking. And then we get the, and I'm like, okay, the gray coat, the turtleneck dress, the clothes that she's, and she's relaxing and she's having fun. And she's like, you know, I think I'll do a reflection statement about Girl, the opening. Like, she was like modeling for us. She was modeling for me, right? But it's what I ended up finding. And, and there were people that were uncomfortable and they were like, I don't know. I think we're going to pass. And I was telling them. And every time I asked people, I always just, I was like, please understand there is zero pressure in you doing this completely no pressure you're welcome to say no like i i can walk away right now just nod and i'll walk away and take that as a no um but i was always so like what you're saying how people expressed and showed up the one girl was like you know i'm wearing my cross necklace because you know i need god with me on this journey i'm just so scared and so nervous and i was just like these outfits say something. It's not just like, um, I'm not going to go out naked, but they've thought about, you know, what I mean? like they've thought about how they want to be perceived. And, but also they're, they're each carrying little things with them to remind them of their identity. Like, I don't care how this PPS interview goes. I don't care how this uh, showcase goes my identity there's a part of me here that is like intact um 100%. university of maryland she's so funny she's so cute. She's 
Yeah, she's so cute. She has her outfit and she's like, and of course, the YSL crossbody. Yes. And I was like, of course. The I YSL. had to I had to make that prominent and I put that as our <laughs> thumbnail because I'm like, that girl needs to show up that bag. I mean, yeah, yeah we course. we appreciate all that. Yeah, she saves that for last. Um, you no, know, going kind of back even before mid-year, it's just that's you know that's the attitude that we want to have yeah. is moving forward we we yeah. want to talk about the people in pharmacy their authentic self and i yeah. i think it's really grown into that and yeah. mid year was a really great example and moving forward i i want to continue to to do that that is that void because everybody wants to just show up in this very professional way and then the profession just becomes so cold i feel like you it know? does it, it does it feels it does yeah so we've talked about this we want to bring people together yeah we've talked about that like that that predetermined cookie cutter version mm -hmm. of how we are all supposed to show up in it um and you know if if this is your first episode please go back <laughs> please go back and listen to our podcast you and i we dive into we talk about identity a lot and the fact that I personally just think that showing up as who you are and being rejected for who you are is still far better than you manufacturing this version of who you are and then have to perform constantly. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. And what we want to do with this podcast and you know, as, as we attend more meetings, as we continue to go to all more meetings trust me we are coming and we are looking for you because <laughs> now I'm, I'm a little bit more comfortable being a stalker the first time is always the worst <laughs> yes next time sally's gonna bring a microphone she's gonna I be will. chasing people down i will hey hey wait a minute i love your shoes can we do a shoe cam please <laughs> i know yeah the weirdness um, just goes up a notch from here what is your favorite episode so far to film Oh my gosh. There's been a few now. I'm I'm not going to lie. But the reason I why I laugh is because Sally says this to me over text one time. Just like yeah. every time we film something new, that always becomes my favorite. That becomes my favorite. I, it literally was about to tell you. I was like, I listened to episode uh six. Yeah, six. And I was like, oh, this is dope. I'm going to listen to it again. <laughs> um back to school the pharmacy back to school episode easy probably holds the record i may have listened wow. to it like four or five times <laughs> I, I i can't explain why um probably because we were so green and we were <laughs> just talking talking the whole time um i <laughs> do so you funny. know the answer to this episode by the time you guys see this episode it would be out and you'll know why that was difficult for me to share but other than people who knew me personally, um, the failure that I talk about in that episode and how um, defining of a failure it was for me professionally in an arena, I've never had a problem before. To talk about that on this platform is big for me because, again, to not be a hypocrite and hold true to the promise that we were going to be authentic I couldn't talk about the fact that losing weight, I've been failing at that forever. <laughs> like I've been trying to lose weight for as long as I can remember. And I just don't feel like I get the the thing, the, 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 the results I want, the traction I want, but it's because I'm inconsistent. Like I know what's going on. I know what the problem is here. I could talk about that as a failure, but it would be inauthentic because that doesn't have that much power over me mentally the way my performance professionally and academically that has academic performance that's my jam that is my comfort zone that is the place where i'm happy to step into because i know i can body anything put it in front of me i'll learn how to do it and do it well right so to to have run into trouble there nah that was hard that had to be the failure i talked about so it was hard, but I think it may be my favorite because I think I may have had a breakthrough 
in publicly talking about it instead of just talking about it with like my students to help motivate them when they have their first failure like my life is over my parents are gonna kill me (laughs) yeah failure as an immigrant child too (sighs) it's it's like a whole new thing it's a whole thing um so much baggage that's behind that but behind that save that for another episode (laughs) episode eight y'all are gonna Y'all are going to take more from that than just Stu and I laughing the whole time. You know, I love the fact, too, that we can rewatch our work and still be excited about it and still yeah. enjoy it. I think yeah. I was listening. I was listening to Gratitude with Attitude. Yeah. I think episode yeah. six. Um, it was and, so good. Yeah. And I was driving to the grocery store. And I remember, you know, I got to the grocery store and I remember having to turn off the episode and I'm like, oh man, I'm disappointed I have to turn it off. It's getting good. And I was like, I can't believe I think that. <laughs> and then You have to remind yourself like, oh wait, I created that. Oh my. I know. And you know, what's so funny too, is the other day I'm, I'm working and sometimes, you know, you just want some sort of background noise of just like some degree of comfort, you know, like sometimes I watch a lot of Gilmore Girls I have in the background or whatever. Oh, but yeah. the other day I was like, oh, I'm just going to put on episode The Nightmare on Pharmacy what? Street because it's just such a, like, I know exactly. I've listened to that episode millions of times because I edit it too and I make little clips from it. And so, but for oh, me to be like, I want to just have that in the background just for comfort, you know? Yeah. It's and listen so to how Sally got stuck in a cycle. Yes, because it's just so funny. And it's just it's just your reaction to the story. But yeah, that I I want to say that the Halloween one might be my favorite to film just because I remember how much we were laughing. We were laughing, we were the, laughing entire the whole time. time. Yeah, we were at, having so much at fun. Sometimes not very funny situations because I'm sure like when that was happening to you, like you were petrified. Like I was scared at my experience. And now I just think it's so funny. But but. In the moment, he wasn't. But also, the Halloween episode is my favorite one to watch on YouTube because you're in costume. You yes. have your bunny ears, and, and my bunny I completely, ears. I completely missed the memo. And so uh, I'm gonna make it up. Gonna I'm not gonna up. lie. For me, editing the episodes, getting to put like a creepy music in the beginning, know, yeah. and making it like a Halloween thing. It's it's I've kind of gone a little bit off the rails with that in terms of for <laughs> Christmas. For Thanksgiving I did it a little bit, but then for Christmas I'm like, ah so Sally hasn't seen it yet. I may show it to you later. Oh, um God. but it's I've gone off the rails a little bit, just like making it so over the top, like oh. Christmas, New Year, like all the holidays. <laughs> I'm gonna do like St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Just a random Tuesday. I'm just gonna like celebrate each each of those moments. But That's what funny. was the hardest part? Do you think? What is I, the toughest part creating something like this? Man, I think the toughest part's been balancing. It the podcast wasn't the first thing, and there's another podcast that I also am on alone. So balancing that, balancing being a new mom balancing being in a fellowship as a learner um but i think that would be it like learning to build a a calendar and and making sure that also like my family calendar now has to incorporate recording days because my husband has to know like he's on duty by himself for baby care <laughs> when i'm recording i'm not here i am not here <laughs> You guys figure it out. I'm not here. Um, so that learning, because forever there were two separate calendars. Like he would have to go into my other calendar to see that, okay, on this day and this day, I'm not available if we want to go to brunch or whatever, but I've had to merge it because he can see now in one view that there's two hours blocked this morning, possibly three because after recording, maybe I'm working on my individual things or I have student clients that I'm speaking with and things like that. That's been the hardest part. But the doing itself is so fun. People talk about this, that there's two parts of it. There's the working on it and then actually the doing it part and they're different things. The working on it part is hard. But when we get to the doing it, I'm like loving it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about for you? Well, I mean, we talked about this being kind of a dream for both of us. You've always wanted to have 
this journalist career, right? Yeah. In, in, like years ago. Um, <laughs> and I've always wanted to create a show. Yeah. And so really this is, we are getting to live our childhood dreams. But yeah. for me, I watched, I saw this one Instagram reel that really explained my feelings of starting just any new project. Because mm -hmm. for, for me, this is, yeah, it's a podcast. And a lot of people, when you think, oh, we're starting a podcast that they're just like, oh, yeah, you're going to be filming and then uploading. And and yeah, a lot of people think that that's just that. But we are also promoting yes. the, the heck out of this heck stuff. Like this. the majority of the time, that's all we're doing is promoting. And that is mm -hmm. the majority of entrepreneurship and yeah. creating your own businesses. Is. You can create something, but if no one knows what it is or where it is, um, then what's <laughs> the point? <laughs> There's no point. And so for me, I think there's this graph of like you, when you start something, you are so excited because you don't know what it takes. Yeah. And then when you actually start doing it, you're starting to feel this decline of like, oh my God, this is actually a lot of work, work. a lot more work than I initially thought. And especially in the beginning, we're really growing an audience from scratch. You know, you Literally. have people that you're following. There are people that follow me. But for us to tell them to go to this other thing, it takes so much work. And it was, I was just like, oh my gosh, is this ever going to like grow into anything? Is it ever going to become anything? And so I definitely went down into this, this pit of this valley of like, is this going to be anything? Is it going to work? Because part of this optimistic, like naive, optimistic optimism that I had was like, oh, okay, you have followers, I have followers, we're going to combine them and then we're going to grow big, you know? And I, I kind of had this, this thought that it might be it, but it really wasn't. In the beginning, it really wasn't. And it took a lot of effort from both of us to start to grow it. And slowly we are growing. I'm seeing growth and it's not this like ginormous trajectory, but it is growing, but it's, it's put it, we've had to put in a lot of effort. And yeah, and now I think we're we're kind of like maybe for me anyways, that emotion is kind of going back up where I'm like, I see how much work this is going to take now, but I am seeing results. And so now I know the kind of path moving forward because before I really didn't know what to expect. And I was thinking this is going to be this big thing starting out because there was a lot of people telling us like, oh, we're so excited for this. We're so excited. We can't wait. So I was really thinking that this is going to be so much easier than it is. And it's not. And I think that's probably the hardest part for me is recognizing, okay, we're growing this from, from scratch and we're not really seeking much help outside of just the two of us at this time, because we're really wanting to create this brand and like this strong foundation for who we are first, before first. we bring in anybody Attach else. ourselves. And, mm -hmm. 150%. So, yeah. Oh, all of that. I co-sign that and stamp it, seal it. That like <laughs> it's so true. And and building building anything, uh, it takes work. And I've always just been like, I just want to quietly operate in the shadows. Like I'm comfortable with it. It's okay. It's okay. But with a podcast, <laughs> you can't quietly operate in the shadows. You have to make noise about it. You have to put it at the forefront. And for the two of us, in addition to this podcast, we are both building our individual brands in addition to building and growing this podcast. So this, this balancing act of I exist as the founder of Resi Prep next to co-host of Hey RX Friends, how do these two things coexist together? And how do I push them side by side? It is in my best interest that these two things live together side by side. I can't compartmentalize. Oh, that has been an art. <laughs> figuring figuring yeah. that out, how to, how to sew them together, how to build them together, how to do three IG stories on Resi Prep followed by three IG stories yeah. for Hey RX Friends and gentle reminder, go rate our show today. <laughs> I want to experiment with as many different marketing strategies as possible. Mm -hmm. And because I know you're paying attention, like you're going to be like, Hey, that thing we did that took off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> So more of that. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, so hard because we are, 
under the like we are under what the prison I don't know if that's the right word but the algorithm itself yes. is its own thing it's and its own thing. It's it's one thing to be putting stuff out and having people that follow us see it, but it also is this weird thing of trying to capture more people. I mean, social yeah. media, as much as it's something that's a wonderful tool, it's also a curse of having to play with this ridiculous changing of algorithm all the time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, what what would you like to see moving forward in in <sighs> Hey Our Ex Friends? I would like for our voices to really be seen as, as the powerful voices that we are in mm -hmm. this space. Um, I think like one of the things that mid-year actually exposed, you alluded to this already, is that people do come to conferences for more than just the talks, the opening sessions, the learning and stuff, but they do come to conferences to have fun, to express themselves, to be seen, to be heard. And we want to help people do that. We want to amplify voices. And so for me, moving forward, I'm looking forward to opportunities to have HeyRx friends collaborating, partnering, and helping us become really integrated as part of people's meeting planning. Think about us. Really, really consider us as people that could be part of your big machine to help capture a different type of audience. The, the most difficult audience to get to conferences. <laughs> right? What's the, the most difficult? <laughs> yeah, right. Like the students, the students are difficult because they don't they don't they 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 struggle to see the value to going mm -hmm. to some of these meetings. Do you think that that's become more and more prevalent of people just being like, do I really want to shell out five hundred percent, not even five? Like I'm talking about seven, eight hundred dollars yeah. to go to these conferences just yeah. to register. Yeah, yeah. Students are doing the math and really coming to the realization that mm, I don't know. I think I'm willing to take my chances without dishing out all this money this dream there's this is a this is a dream i have that i think sally sally look at the camera when you say it i can't i can't look at that camera I'm, you need I'm to manifest scared. this today no look at it wait I'm well look at bear can you see bear look bear's confused what you're doing we are scared. Bear's like what's wrong with her it's like what is happening i have this dream that Next year at mid-year, we will record a live episode of Hey RX Friends at mid-year. Yes. That this live recording would actually be attended, well attended. That this, that this, this is going to be a conversation that is going to be real and raw and authentic with prospective candidates about what lies ahead. It is so I'm vivid in my mind. Why do you why do you think that that's unrealistic? We can I don't we, know. we can do this. I've been I've been very afraid to say it out loud. No, we should and say it out loud. And I know that saying it out loud here adds a layer of accountability because now I'm going to have to work on it and develop the, this idea. I think that it could be really profound. It could be really impactful because we are never going to have as large of a target audience for that conversation as we would at mid-year. But I have been really scared to say that out loud because Wait, I'm how, like, how long have you thought about this? Was this like right after mid-year? Have you been, you've always thought this? It's been, it's been stewing in my head. For how long? Like on my flight back, I wrote a reflection and on one of the things in my journal is a live episode or a live recording of Hey RX Friends or, and I think in my journal, I said, or, and, or, I said, and, or an actual learning session, like a platform presentation with the two of us talking to prospective candidates Mm. about what this actually is and now we have to work on a proposal we have to make it happen no i love it 
Look, yeah, I love that you're looking at the camera and you're manifesting and we have to say it because if we don't put it out there, it just isn't going to work. And so look out for us 2024 ASHP mid-year. I hope it's going to be somewhere fun. It is in New Orleans. Oh, we have, have to, to do go. it. I love New Orleans. <laughs> it's official. Like- like we don't know yet how we're doing it but it's happening and no, we're going I to be in no new orleans that's my yeah. favorite out of all of them i think it's vegas um anaheim orlando and new orleans and new orleans is my favorite me too um, it was my first it was my first mid-year as a student and it's been my favorite one since yeah um yeah i have so much fun <laughs> what what are your what is your vision and your dream i I think I know I have a vision and dream for you, but I want you to go ahead. Yeah, I see (laughs) something for you, but I want you to go ahead and lay (laughs) it out. Well, for for HeyRx Friends, when we first started this, I said, I'd love to be sponsored by somebody. And in a way, like it's not even just about the money. It's about getting that credibility from a a company that says your voice matters. Um, And that is something that I would love to be able to continue to work on. But the other day I was thinking, (laughs) this is my big dream, is that I would love to be able to use HeyRx Friends as a community to champion, like I want to champion some sort of cause Yes. for the profession yeah. or for the students, for the people or for the patients yeah. and raise awareness and raise money for it and then yeah. be able to donate that money yeah. to whatever you know thing that we feel is really important for the profession, for our patients, whatever. Yeah. And I think that HRX Friends is becoming this community of people that care. Yes. People care when they yeah. listen to what we have to say. 100%. And so, you know, just a group of really compassionate people. And I think that this is a perfect audience to mm-hmm. do something like that, whether it be that we send money to Nigeria for that clinic yeah. or whether we create some sort of fund for pharmacy students who need the the extra money or whatever yes. it is, or like the scholarship or whatever. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, hey, our ex-friends, we got the scholarship. Scholarship. <laughs> no, but that's not, that's not like, I know you're laughing out loud, but that's a very, (laughs) that's a very, that's a huge void that I think exists right now. Because if you ask all the prospective candidates out there, like what their number one hurdle in the process is, they're not going to tell you getting letters of recommendation, finding the right program. They're going to tell you Mm. that it's financial. Wow. It's financial. They yeah. they have to pay for every single step of this process. Forecasts requires money. The match requires money. If they have a final on-site, they have to travel to these places. Yeah. Money continues to be an important component. And this, this is why we have to have our live episode. Because social economics, it lives in this thing. Mm-hmm. It lives mm-hmm. in this thing, right? No, I'm with this. So you see, yeah, our our year is already building out. Yeah. These are some of the goals that I would love for hair experts to have is it's not just a podcast where we just talk about whatever. I want it to be something bigger. And it's that that's the magic of it is that we can make this be whatever it is that we want. A hundred percent. We've proven that. Yeah. We've we've, we've kind of proven that. We're changing the narrative and we're changing the culture. Yeah. To be honest, that's that's what we are aiming to do. We are not here to teach you about pharmacokinetics, the new no, vancomycin AUC no, dosing. No, ma'am. We are here to have to change how you see pharmacy and how you see healthcare, um, and how to stand up and yes. empower yourself. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and that's why I think we're both so passionate and so committed to this. It's becoming more than just us talking. <laughs> yeah, it's becoming more than just a thing that we like, right? And mm-hmm. I want to ask you a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, before I move on to my question. Okay. <laughs> here's what I envision for you. Like here's for me personally I, or for you like for individually? Howard Farm D. Oh, okay. Let what me do put you it envision? that way. Okay, let me let me know. So <clears throat> is really really modest right she doesn't 
I don't know. She doesn't talk her own ish much, but I watch her. I appreciate her posture and her place and her voice and what she's doing out here right now, because I follow, I follow her and I see what she's doing. Thu did a live a little while ago about microaggressions. Not even a while. It was like a week ago, right? I'm watching this thing happening in front of me and I'm so moved by it, but I'm also learning, right? Like micro insults. I'm like, where, what is that? Where, where has that lived? I didn't know that that's what they were called. I'm also learning. And I, and I'm like, does she understand that she can literally like, this is her thing. She can teach us this. She can help us cope here. She can help us figure out when this is happening to us and how we, this is how she empowers us. This is how she helps us pull ourselves up by being more aware, keenly aware and, and, and making the choices for ourselves. Because the thing that you did during that live that I thought was so profound and powerful, you weren't in that live telling us you need to go to HR and write your five page complaint and you need to do this and you need to do that. But it was really that how you deal with this depends on who you are and how deeply affected you are by it. And I don't think that that needed to just be like alive one time that we saw and ended. That's that's what I want to say to you. I, I am so shocked that you said this because that was such a key component of me approaching that topic. I knew that topic was going to be difficult and, but I wanted it to be something that's empowering people. And I'm so yeah. happy that like, it worked. <laughs> you, you got that message because, it worked. you know, doing that live by yourself and it's, it's hard when there's no audience members and you can't Correct. see what they're reacting yeah. to. And so yeah. I'm just literally like talking and I have no idea like yeah. how people are taking it. And no. I'm, I'm beyond just, yeah, I'm elated that that yeah. message came through because it did. when I talk about microaggressions, it's not about like how you can call somebody out and how you can do yeah. whatever. It's how you internalize it and then let go of that yeah. message that you think that you're hearing. And yeah. that's something that I've really had to work on. And I'm getting goosebumps that you that you feel that I felt I, it. And I I thought the approach was dead on walking us through a step-by-step -step examples, asking us to drop our examples of how we've experienced this in the comments. And you know, I was going off in your comment <laughs> yes. section. You know, I was going off in your comment I section. Love it. But if you come to our live episode at Mid-Year in New Orleans, that's some of what you're going to get. Who is going to... <laughs> You see, see how I did that? See how I did that? See how no, I did but that? it's that you're very, you, you hit the nail on that because we are, when, we, when we're even talking about failure. And yeah. I think when we're talking about like, how do you decide what is the right career for you? We are both approaching that topic in such a different way. We're not giving you like the 10 things that you need to look for exactly. and whatever. We're telling you to like hone in on who you are mm -hmm. and like go with what you you're passionate about. Yes. Follow your heart. I know it's yeah. so freaking cheesy, but, it, but that's what we are wanting you to find is what you want, what you are passionate about and who you are. And like, if you didn't see the live, um, I believe the podcast empowered farm D is discoverable on Spotify. Like I said, yeah, who doesn't plug we her need stuff? To promote it more. You oh, need wait, to, <laughs> you need to, you need to go listen to it. Um, and I think that it's going to help, um, get your mind thinking mm -hmm. about what it actually is. We use it loosely, but do we really know what it is? Um, and I know this wasn't about microaggression. It's just that as she's talking about what she wants to, what she wants this podcast to do next year, I want her to also get centered on and understand that for those of us who love empowered farm D and have been following Empowered Farm D. I think that this is a space that you can help us. You can really, really help us navigate, become more confident, be less shocked and floored when it happens to us because we'll know, oh, I know what this is. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, yes. and, 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 and move forward, um, and healthy and safety. Yeah. Um, but that was the thing. And then this my is direct the biggest. Question 
I feel like this episode's never going to end. This is the biggest lesson of all is when I was thinking about doing that microaggression episode, I was really debating whether I should even put it out. And and so this is a lesson for you guys that you're listening is when you you have this idea and you have this thought and you're like, I don't know if this is going to be the right thing. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know what it is, but if you feel strongly about the topic, but you're just scared of how people are going to react or take it, just do it anyways. Yeah. I think it's going to bring you a sense of like accomplishment. Yeah, it does. And it's fulfilling. You're you're afraid. You're afraid for a reason. Can I share a quote with you? I learned this week and I have to give credit to the person who shared it with me. The incomparable Sue Paul shared this with me this week. I had a chance to connect with her this week. Um, And she said, um, action is the antidote to fear. And I don't know if it's original, right? I don't know if it's original or not, but she's the first person that I've heard say that to me. And I wrote it down and put it on a little post-it and put it on top of my mirror because it captures the essence of pretty much every aspect of my life. I am scared to death before I do anything. And then I do it. And somehow there's a bunch of other emotions that follow, but the fear is gone. Discomfort is supposed to, you're supposed to feel discomfort. I think people run away from that because they think that that's a sign that you're not supposed to do the thing. Yeah. But it's actually the sign that you should do the thing. (laughs) Do the thing. And my question finally. Okay. Do do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, I'm excited to see what you think. Um, <laughs> I I kind of, you know, teeter between one or the other. It's nice to have a list of goals. Yeah. But uh, but ooh, that's a hard one. This is like a, a job interview where I'm like, could, could you come back to the can you ask the next question? Where's my Let's clipboard when I need it? <sighs> Taking notes. Um you know, New Year's resolution from, I think for me, and I, I think a lot of people can relate, a lot of times it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I think New Year's resolution is a good idea, but I think it's naive to think that you know exactly how the year is going to roll out. Oh my God. And- we are too much alike. This is freaking me out. Okay, that's <laughs> freaky. That's a little, it's it's crossing borderline really weird at this point. Through, I'm scared but me, now. But that's that's why, but this, that particular you know example is why when we talk to people about our experiences, we don't tell them like, you need to do this today and you yeah. need to do that because, oh my gosh, like this year, if I tell you the stuff that I learned this year, I would have never predicted that and that's because the lessons that we have to learn sometimes we're running away from it sometimes we hide it from ourselves and sometimes it comes up in the most unexpected way and I think the only way to have just like um a year that you can reflect on and be proud of yourself is to be able to handle those things when they come up and you can you you have no idea when that's going to happen yeah it's just I've had to learn some really hard stuff this year but looking back I'm like I'm grateful that I got to learn them today um, or this year. And, but you never know. I think it's a great idea to have ideas of what you want to achieve. But the biggest thing for me is always just self-betterment, just self-improvement and learning big lessons and picking myself back up every time. And I think those are just how I live my life. And I don't think any New Year's resolution can ever change any of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're like, I'm just like, it's, are we sisters from another We really, really, it's, it's a little freaky at this point. I've always said, and I know like my friends always laugh. My Facebook post is no resolutions here. Just the same loud mouth, foul talking, abrasive. I use all these different adjectives that people have labeled me as same old person. That's the same old person People you're going to get. label you as loudmouth oh. and abrasive? Why? Abrasive, standoffish, unapproachable, all these different things. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. We can dive into that another time. Another time, right? Labels. Yeah. That's going to be what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> right? Wait. What's in a name? What's in a name? Do we are overdue. <laughs> We're overdue. But and tell me your tell me your thoughts on, on New Year's resolution. For me, 
I always just say I don't believe in resolutions because I am a person that's committed to continuous growth. Like my commitment is every single day finding something that's going to make me better for the next day, a better daughter, a better sister, a better wife, a better mom. And when that's your goal, there's no end point. There's no end point. Like you're constantly paying attention to see how you can become better. There is no end point. So for me, I understand theoretically how resolutions can be powerful. It gives you this opportunity to stop, pause, press the reset button and all these different things because you're going to enter this new uh, year. And with that new year, you're hoping that everything else about who you are and how you've done things will also be renewed theoretically, but in a realistic way, transformation doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen when the clock strikes mid midnight. It's not a Cinderella thing. Transformation is, is a long process. So it's why I've never set resolution, but I have been very intentional about setting a strategic plan, yearly strategic plan for myself. I did it at work. It wasn't because a manager asked me or anything, but I take a look at my practice site. I take a look at my clinic and I'm like, okay, for quarter one, I want to get this thing removed from formulary or added to the formulary. For quarter two, I want to start this project with case management to pilot this. For quarter three, I want to write this thing up and get that project that I did in quarter three published. For quarter four, I'm just tying up loose ends. We're not starting nothing new. There's Quarter four is not new thing season. Quarter four is just putting the finishing touches on the first three quarters. And that's what's worked for me. That's how I get to the end of the year. And I feel like, look at all this stuff I have to show for what I have done. 2023 reflecting, it's just been an unbelievable year personally. I became a mom. It's wild because like, I have this new guy now that just rules my life. And it's it's like, sir, I don't know you. Who are you? Like, you just got here. You don't get to be the boss of nothing over here, my friend. Like, you just got here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, you just got here. You don't get to be the boss of anything here. But really, he is the boss of everything. I think about him and all of the choices and decisions I make. Um. I started a podcast with an unbelievable human that I just think needs to talk her ish more because she is phenomenal. I'm happy to do it for you. Um, and my program has grown exponentially. I, I can't wait to see what match day is going to be like. I am grateful for 2023 and what it did for me. And for 2024, it's just made me just more ferociously ambitious. The things I have in mind and the things I want to go for, now it's just remembering that I need to take action so fear doesn't win. Yeah. I think that the biggest lesson that I got in 2023, and this is something that I've never really said before, and I'm starting to think this, Not I don't say this to people necessarily, but I think it in my head is that's none of your business. Yes, ma'am. I've never really thought that before because, you know, I think in the past, I've always kind of lived off of people's validations and permissions yeah. and, and needing people to validate me of like, oh, yeah. I want to do this. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. This year, I really, in my personal life, professional life, everywhere, I really had to learn to say, it is none of your business and I'm going to do this anyway. But it's it was such a big lesson for me this year. Yeah. It's and a place you get to. <laughs> it is a place you get to, but I was just getting tired of people not knowing my life, but giving opinions anyways, mm -hmm. and not being open-minded to know that like what you think is going on is beyond like, you know what I mean? And I had to really finally this year had to be like, no, this is my reality. I know myself and I trust yes. in myself and I, I, I appreciate people's feedback and I appreciate people's comments, but they don't know what's actually happening. And I know what's going on. So I have to trust in that reality and not letting anybody else's perception change that. And that was a, a big lesson that I had to learn continuously. I don't know if you've ever heard this quote, but it's like sometimes life whispers at you 
and it talks mm-hmm. to you and then it's screaming at you <laughs> until you actually <laughs> learn the lesson. Yeah. I think that I'm finally learned that lesson, whether I wanted to learn it or not, it's yeah. here. But the other thing that I've learned so much and you've, I'm, I'm sure like, this is something that Jerika tell me and we can have another episode about our career coach and how we really had to learn go through that process but she always tells me how you show up anywhere is how you show up everywhere and I've never no one's ever really said that to me before but I really see that myself and others and this year yeah just like you that fearlessness I'm I'm wanting to live my life more bravely moving forward and brave means to trust yourself yes Yes. Yeah, that's fully. That's the biggest lesson. So oh. I know. Oh, this is and our wish for you is just that. Trust for me yourself. Or for everybody. Oh. You you know, our wish for oh, you. You and I's wish for you everybody. You and I's wish for them. <laughs> yeah. Is trust that yourself. is that thing that Sue's talking about and trusting yourself. It, it it it's a superpower and it's a place you get yeah. to. And I I I acknowledge that. But when you're finally there, and you're not gonna get there by accident, there's a lot <laughs> of intentionality. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to say and aspire that you want to get there. But trust yourself. Yeah. Really trust yourself. And it's, it's funny, you you don't actually realize that you're not trusting yourself until you realize it. <laughs> like until things happen and you're like oh my god yeah exactly um but yes so our demographics mainly it's a mainly female audience and I think that majority of us we're not taught to trust ourselves no throughout our lives so hone in that superpower now because once you do it's going to be phenomenal it's going to be amazing you don't even know what you're going to be unlocking I know until you do so yeah, that's our that's our New Year's resolution. That is resolution for you guys. For you guys, really hone in on who you are as a person. Lean Gosh, into it. I love Lean it. into it. I love it. Do you have anything else to add? Because this this you know it's funny. I I've got this little thing that's flying in my face. But <laughs> <laughs> last time you had a fly. This time I'm like, Do you remember? I just kept. I, I'm talking to you, and I'm like, if you don't leave, this so annoyed. Ugh. Um. So, yeah, I think that's our that's our New Year's episode, everybody. I love it. Happy it wraps New up Year's. beautifully. Yeah, Happy New Year's. I hope that uh, you guys are going to enter the 2024 oh. guns blazing. Guns blazing. <laughs> Let's go. Just Let's set it, it off. <laughs> there's just and no there's no other way to enter the New Year's. You're going to you're going to have a lot of fun this year. So, um well okay well thank you so much for listening to this episode if this episode speaks to you um and you think that others may benefit please send them this uh this episode and for others to hear our stories and to learn from us and this is how we're going to reach more people um but it is available on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast yeah Thu and i are all over all across your various mediums LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. Please connect with us. The link on how you connect with us individually or through the show is going to be linked below the episode description. And until next time, please don't forget, we got this. We got this, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody.